Hello listeners, this is Calm Talk with Communication Club at UTPB. My name is Alyssa Reese, uh, I'm the president. My name is Dustin Butler, I am the secretary. My name is Beatrice Rivas and I'm the vice president. My name is Caden Hayes and I am the treasurer. My name is Ruben Guerra and I'm a committee chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ruben doesn't have a title. I'm supposed to be the uh, historian slash like social media coordinator yeah, that yeah. with the yeah, like recording events. Yeah, yeah but, but when we when we when we set everything up, there was no like, title that existed anymore. So Ruben's just whatever. I'm a committee chair. He's extra. I'm, He's other. I'm other. I'm classified as other. <laughs> so, what are we doing here today? So we we're all communication majors uh, at University of Texas, the Permian Basin. Uh, we're part of the communication club, and so we just wanted to start this podcast so we could talk about communication, basically. It's been a and it's just like uh, something that we've been interested in for a while. Me and Caden Hayes over there. Hey, oh. um, we uh, we've been trying to get something started a while ago. Um, I've had experience with uh, podcasts pre- uh, prior to being involved with the communication. Yeah, uh, shout out. Uh, uh, in uh, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Retrospect Radio. Shout out to Lynn Rivas, uh, Jose Chavez, all the boys out there. They, they know who they are. They know who they are. They know who they is. <laughs> but um, yeah, nonetheless, you know, we just kind of wanted to get this started. And very excited to uh, to have you guys join us on this uh, adventure. Very excited to have you guys here. This is pretty cool. Thank I like. You, I love you. being in this environment. Oh, right. Of course. This is my first podcast. Um, very unfamiliar with what's going on, but I'm ready to dive in. <laughs> oh, I guess, you know, we're ready to dive in. Um, one of the first things that... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was talking about it with uh, Dr. Harlow, uh, you know, my, one of her professors in communication here. Shout out Rachel Harlow. Shout out Rachel Harlow. Um, but I was talking about, like, uh, a bit of marketing, because I wanted to do that as uh, my... Uh, electives and I was talking about how marketing is like supply and demand and I was thinking about the podcast as well when I was talking to her and I was like how can we make a communication podcast not only appeal to communication majors but to everyone so I was thinking about supply and demand like what do people in college because that's kind of like their target group just people in college need to know so I wanted to start off by um saying or like transitioning into our first topic, um, which would be our transition stories uh, into college from high school or uh, just like, um, just like Dustin. Like yeah, you, mine, mine's different than everybody else's, so. <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was just thinking about like how um, people who listen to this, you know, they can get a little bit more advice, a little mm-hmm. more, uh, uh, feel a little more relatable. Because I know like none of us, had any clue? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Any clue? I don't know. I, you know, it's funny. Maybe that's I, just me. I don't know. I think back to like some of the assignments I did when I was a freshman, and just oh how like the lack of confidence I had, especially in like oh, like discussion posts on yeah. online classes. Ooh. I hated discussion. Now I don't. I don't care. Yeah, like, I will write yeah. whatever. It doesn't like, matter. Whenever they're asking for a two hundred word response, and you're like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Yeah, dude, two hundred words. Two hundred words. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the big thing I noticed. It's just like I just those those kind of things. I don't. Even, it's like oh, discussion post, whatever. I'll knock this out real quick. Boom, boom, boom. Let's mm. move on to the next thing. But uh, but yeah, um, like I was saying, like uh, being relatable and giving people the reason uh, to listen to our podcast and just giving them, like you know, maybe uh, this will resonate with someone. Like oh, they didn't figure out. Like I mean, we're all almost like 
if not all of us seniors, like I'm mm-hmm. like right there. As a senior. Yeah, I'm a senior. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got I got this semester one more. So yeah, this yes. is like our last semester, really, like yeah. last two semesters. So we're like, I think I'm pretty experienced. Yeah, college is <laughs> college is experience, especially this semester. It's just I've I think I've learned a lot more over this past like semester or just like this year in general. It's been yeah. kind of like yeah, I okay, I, I'm getting it, but it's also mm-hmm. like. I'm almost done with college. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like just when you start to get the yeah, hang just of when it. you yeah. start to get the hang of it, I'm out of here <laughs> with a whole lot of debt, but not too much because you know YouTube shout out, you know, not, shout not out, to, <laughs> shout out to wishing YouTube for new faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, do you uh, do you want to go ahead and get started on like what, yeah. your transition? Okay, so let me see. Like, okay, so I went to high school, Robert Lee, Texas, about two hours away from here yeah, in Odessa. And uh, I was just, I was somewhat like involved with mostly just sports because it's a really small town, thousand people graduated with 20. So mm. super small town. Like I, and it's like, so all you had was white people <laughs> and you had the Hispanic people. Okay. And not a lot of diversity and, be, and especially made it uh, not, not very diverse because everyone was kind of like the same person. There's a very like country kind mm-hmm. of uh, everyone was a rancher welder or something of that very uh technical very practical okay. uh people mm-hmm. but not a lot like the only people that really went to college like even in that town like my family like i'm the first generation mm-hmm. college student like i think my dad did a semester at M- mc over in, uh, over in midland <coughs> but then, then you had me. Wow. I guess. No, but um, he just, most of them, like, they don't really see, like, the need for a college education because, you know, they kind of, they're more practical with their hands. Like, that's right. what they grew up on is just mm-hmm. those hardworking values, which, you know, I really respect, but I was kind of looking for more, uh, like, diversity and um, meeting new people and doing stuff like this. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't be doing stuff like this in Robert Lee, Texas. <laughs> but um, I never... To, trying to catch up with the times. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, they seem just very... Uh, it sounds exclusive. like real old American. Like, yeah. But I think they have a Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't even have that. No, you have a Dairy Queen. That's Sterling oh. City. That's Sterling City that's got oh. the Dairy Queen. I know, I know the last time I drove through, I, I tried to use the restroom in town. <laughs> <laughs> and it was broken. So. Dude, everyone's like waiting on the road. Like, Whoa. <laughs> oh but, um, my. <clears throat> we don't have plumbers, bro. Starters <laughs> and. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just thinking about that, like going from a small high school to not like a really small college, mm-hmm. like a university at that. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was getting to. Um, my my friend, uh, shout out Matthew Curry, uh, my friend, uh, he was like, let's just go to UTPB because he has family that lives here in, uh, out, or out in Midland. So he's like, oh, it's a u- university, part of the UT system. I mean, why not? So I was like, I went to the Falcon Day, which I kind of forgot about until I was like, oh, I actually went there because I had a shirt in one of my, uh, uh, one of my like senior pictures, like a UTPB shirt. And I was like. Where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, so I went to the Falcon Day. I was like, oh, that was cool. And he was literally like, let's just go there. And I was like, cool. I was like, whatever. I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I just know I wanted to go to college. So I was just like, you know what? It's cheap. It's you know, it's got some credibility under under its wing. And I was just like, 
Yeah. You had me at cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that was, not going to lie. Like, a major factor. I feel like that's a factor that um, some of the higher-ups kind of, like, don't really mention. Like, they don't want that to be the yeah. main yeah. yeah, it's yeah. more of, like, a, I think the way I would understood it to be is, like, more affordable. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> the Yeah, stop yeah. calling it cheap, man. It's, it's more affordable. affordable. Okay, affordable. <laughs> okay, when I... At a national sense. Yeah, well. when I say cheap, you're still getting the same Quality. amount of credibility as, like, some of the best colleges in the nation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I've met some, like, smartest people I know here. Like, the professors are just... Mind-blowing. Scholars of, like really good scholars in their field of study. And some of them have their degrees from this, or have, at least yeah. have a degree from this school. Yeah, Dr. Like, Cox has, he's got his bachelor's degree from uh, from UTPV. From UTPV, and then he uh, did uh, his graduate studies, I think, uh, in state. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but you're getting like some of like the best minds like here, because I've, some of the smartest people I've met, like, uh, I think it is Dr. Spickerman, human... Uh, humanities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you see, like you see some of these rooms. They're just filled with books. If you want to talk to someone about movies? Go talk to Doctor Waldemuth. He will there's blow so, your mind. There's so much knowledge like, he has about movies. Like it's not a huge faculty, but they they're just so good at what they do. Right. And within our communication faculty, like you got Doctor Cox with rhetoric, and you got Kevin uh, with more like the political and uh, intro side of things, and uh, you got like uh, uh, Doctor Harlow's that deal with more like theories and uh, even like uh, William Harlow. (laughs) 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 Dr. Uh, William Harlow uh, with more of the, he was a diplomat. So, I mean. Isn't Rachel Rachel Harlow also a rhetorician? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Yeah. yeah, She's, she's also a rhetorician. But, um, but yeah, I wouldn't have expected that when I first came in, I was just like, Honestly, my first idea was like another rinky dink, just kind of <laughs> university. Just throwing professors in It's here. small. Yeah. I didn't expect like much of it, so I was just like, you know, I'll see, I'll see how it is. I, I was thinking about even doing like capstone, but I was like, I don't even know if I have the money for that. But back when I was saying like cheap doesn't mean bad. Affordable is a better word. It's, it's it doesn't have such <laughs> yeah. a negative connotation. Not, yeah. not only that, it's just a smarter move. Like. It, Looking ahead uh, of college or uh, university, and get your bachelor's degree. Like you're going out of college with uh, lesser debt than you would at a bigger school. I mean, you may have had like a more like a college experience there instead of like a, like how mm-hmm. unorthodox it's been here. But nonetheless, it's like quality. I've I've looked at it that way exactly the whole time I've been here. Um, it's just been a little bit difficult, like adjusting. But I mean, you know, we're college students, yeah. so like that's expected. So yeah. Like, I, I really agree with that. And just my experience, like, as a freshman here, I didn't really do a whole lot. Like, I went to the orientation. It was fun. I got a Falcon Awesome Award. Uh, for those who don't know or who, don't get, who, don't, who didn't get it, didn't pay attention to your orientation. Um, Falcon Awesome is, you know, you get split up into your different groups during your or, uh, freshman orientation. And it's usually just the... The orientee that get like that interacted the most and just kind of shine the most got the nice, Falcon spirit. Nice. So uh, I still I got a foam finger from that. I still nice. Have it. nice. At my orientation, I messed up our little because we did a little like chant. Yeah. Like in the like cafeteria or what used to be the cafeteria at the sack, mm-hmm. and there was supposed we were supposed to be quiet for like one second. I messed up. I was the only person who was super loud in that one second when we were supposed to do anything. And um, what did the, the orientation leader just kept laughing at me? Like, 
Not, not like in a making fun of me type of way, but like in a... Nah, he was. Bro, like... Caden <laughs> uh, was actually the orientation leader for my orientation. Yeah, so I did two years at a community college that yeah. came over here. Uh, yeah, so whenever I came over here as a junior, yeah, you were you were the orientation leader whenever I... What do you like? What was I like? What do you remember? <laughs> I, all I remember because <laughs> so because like I, who doesn't know? Because <laughs> because Midland College didn't make you go to orientation, right? So I was mad just that I had to go do it, right? I was like, this is a bunch of crap, or whatever. <laughs> and and so I all I remember was like because I came in as a communication major and they had put me in the school of business for whatever reason. <laughs> like that was where I was gonna go meet my professors at the school oh, of business. You but you I remember you you got up and said you were a communication major, so I made a point to go there and talk to you at some point so that I could be like, hey man, I'm a communication major too. <laughs> and then lo and behold you we ended up having a class together the next semester, so yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I've yeah. had like so many people like over that like a lot of interactions. Yeah, yeah, over the course of like two years, like I've been like an orientation leader and a student orientation coordinator. So I've met like a bunch of people and like I I mean every freshman I've probably interacted with in some way, like either as like just kind of like a blank, blank making a blanket statement to like everyone in the room or just, you know I feel like a blanket statement? Like yeah. covering them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like getting back on topic, uh, freshman year, I didn't really do much, but um, I knew like after the orientation program, I was kind of like inspired to be an orientation leader. Like that was kind of like my first thing, like here in college, like the first two semesters, you know, I did classes. I was, you know, just getting kind of adjusted to, uh, you know, this whole, like, oh, it's all on me now, because, you know. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, like, that was the big thing, like, Ooh. oh, this is a lot of responsibility, <clears throat> and I'm, like, uh, you know, 18 years old, and I'm uh, just rowdy, little, ready for the world, ready, for, like, ready to <laughs> see pretty, pretty obstacle to cross your path. Yeah, I was just, like, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't have, like, huge expectations, and therefore I didn't really have, like, a standard i was just like going into it day by day not really knowing what to expect but i was just rooming okay so talking about the dorms for one second okay. the two-person dorm for the freshman people they're really 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 nice dorms and not get me wrong there's no privacy in those rooms I can imagine zero that, privacy yeah. and so it was, it causes like tension between me and my best friend, oh, no. who I had known since like third grade. Oh, no. And it was like, when he was going through stuff, and like, there would be times where it's just like, I felt like he just needed some space. space. And that was like the one thing. But the four person dorms, like, you each have your own mm -hmm. yeah. uh, like, <clears throat> little room. It's mm -hmm. smaller, but it's cool. It's cool. I stayed in the four bedrooms. The two bedroom, I think, were more expensive too. From my, from my knowledge. Alyssa and I um, were also straight out of high school, right? Were, were you straight out of high school coming into Yeah, YouTube? I was. So um, just going off of that, I know we're talking about like our transition from yeah. high school to college. How was it for you guys? Because you're from here, from Odessa, correct? No? No. Where, where are you from? I don't even know. I'm originally from Monaghan's, which is 40 miles away. That's right. I from love the dunes. West yeah. Texas. West Texas is repping over here, yeah. Old famous. Uh, do you want me to take over for a little bit? Or? No, hey, yeah, oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Transition from high school to college. Okay. So this is Beatrice speaking. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. I am originally from Monaghan. It's about 40 minutes away. And uh, the thing about the culture of academia 
is trying to push all the smart kids into college as soon as possible. Uh, they try to tell you to like apply for all these scholarships, uh, apply to the FAFSA, uh, yeah, apply for every college you can. And the thing is, like, even the smart kids, like, you're still a teenager, and not everybody's ready for that at that age. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of crazy to put that on. Like, what do you want to do the rest of your life? Absolutely, commit to this now. But the thing is. Uh, not talking that about college because I like I really you know treasure like my college experience and getting to know all these people. It's like making connections, but <coughs> I feel like on the other hand, people want you to go into college or like colleges uh, kind of uh, promote that. Mm-hmm. So you don't kind of like realize it's like oh do I really need it or do I not? It's just good like a degree is good to have either way. Right. And then you can get like a higher understanding of you know maybe of if you have a clue of what you want to do, um, maybe it'll just give you more of an understanding of that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, like when I was eighteen, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's why that's why I wanted to make it a point, like straight coming out of high school, like that was yeah. that was pretty dense stuff to be going through. And not oh. that it was like super difficult, but it was like it was uh, weird. Oh, the biggest decision was, of your life big, at the moment, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, Oh, and yeah, and taking, like, dual credit classes while in mm-hmm. high school is the absolute worst. I also don't understand how we were able to make it through high school. We With had, like, extracurriculars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can barely manage, like, two classes in one yeah. day now, so I'm yeah. like, oh my Exhausted. god. I have two classes that are, like, right next to each other, like, oh back to back. It's over. It's like, over. When, the, when the second one's over, I'm like, I need a nap. Yeah, seriously. I don't know why. I think it was just in high school, like, you had, like, all of your friends, and you weren't really, like, mature... And everyone else wasn't mature yet, so, so it's just like so. So, so <laughs> I, I, I had this one class in high school that uh, we I, I was I was a troublemaker, and uh, the, I, had to, I had a friend in his class, and the the teacher just put us in the back of the room, just like oh y'all are back there, y'all do whatever y'all want, just, just like don't don't. Don't and so what class. we ended up for most of the year we dug a hole, like we tunneled a <laughs> hole, we tunneled a hole from like the room we were in to the next room because our our wait, teacher wait, was wait, always wait, like. Wait. Yeah, yeah, we dug a hole all the way through it, and they were like, whoever dug a hole, and it felt like it was obvious, like, we obviously had dug that hole, but, like, no one ever said, like, hey, y'all dug that hole. Wow. Did y'all, like, could y'all pull through, or was it just, like, a... No, it was, it was pretty small. It was, it was, like, quarter size. I'm thinking, like... Yeah, no, it wasn't, like, huge or anything. No, no, like, you couldn't, like, go through it or anything. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was just, like, the size of a quarter. That's so funny. Still. What? Yeah. Actually, set to be the salutatorian for like a while, and then like halfway between the spring some the spring senior semester, I just stopped caring. It happens. It abso- happens to the best of us, right? I just like hated everything about the dual credit, about like all the pressure and everything. About I don't know, just that whole in not the word environment. What's the word I'm looking for? Culture, like um, 
I don't expectations. Know. I guess environment's a good way to say it. Like just the climate. There we go. Oh, okay. Just like the climate of like teachers expecting me to like <laughs> do as much as I can in such a small amount of time, mm -hmm. and I just stopped caring halfway through, and I stopped turning in assignments on the dual credit classes. Whoa. And one of my teachers actually like pulled me into the hallway and asked me what the hell I was doing, and I just didn't care. Like it obviously like it hurt to like let these people down, of mm -hmm. course, but yeah. it wasn't enough for me to like. <laughs> Yeah. Like, motivate you? Yeah. See, like, quick note, like, I took dual credit as well. I came in with, like, 30 credits. And I thought it was, like, super smart because it was, like, a, a, cheap, a way cheaper way of just, you know, dual credit. Like, and it also kind of gets you prepared of, like, okay, this is kind of what college is like. Right. That's the ideal. <laughs> and my, my teacher that was monitoring us was just all over us on that. Like, annoyingly so. And now I'm, like, in college, and it's just, like, I don't know why she was so hard on us. And so, like, down our throats about, like, getting our stuff done when it's ultimately up to us of course like she like the teacher that was in there monitoring us she should have just kind of let us do our thing if we didn't pay attention we didn't pay attention mm -hmm. and if they, we didn't turn in our work that's on us i mean she wasn't paying for it we were paying for it so yeah. it's all on us if we want to uh if we want to you know pass the class or anything it's yeah. um, but at the same time it's just like they're trying to um just lead you to that, you know, success essentially. Cause yeah. I mean, looking looking at my transition, I um, I kind of I kind of come from a family that again they're, they're like what you were saying about the small town. Mm -hmm. They uh, there's not a high emphasis on education and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, my family like I'm a straight like first generation Mexican American. So okay. like um, half of my uh, family, of my siblings were born in Mexico. Half of us were born here. So mm -hmm. there wasn't always a emphasis on education at all in my family. I remember my parent, my, my dad would uh, always take me to work as a little kid and he would always tell me like, get an education so you don't have to work like this all day. Yeah. Funny enough, I like working like <laughs> that now, you know, yeah. now, cause uh -huh. being, in, being in like in, um, what's it called, in the classroom, which is like way more um, exhausting mentally than it is being yeah. outside in the yeah. sun, you know, like that you can do, like that's easy, you know, but See, it's just exhausting. That's that's the juice. Okay. That's the juice. <laughs> you know the okay. sauce. What's the sauce? Yeah, the juice. Okay, the sauce. Go to college. For y'all, for y'all that don't know, the juice is temporary. Okay. Yeah. It's, it has an expiration date, but sauce. Uh, sauce lasts a while. It's, it's in the fridge for, for quite the same time. And that's the tea. Well, you, so, you, could, you could also freeze the sauce. Bring yeah, the sauce out later. Yeah, exactly. Or later. Yeah. A lot of sauce is the long term. Term. A juice is the short term. So, working out there. You make you make the cheese. You got Making the juice. Some bones for sure. Yeah, but I think it's also really rewarding to if you go into like academia and stuff like that, and you find like uh, the connections with people, and you want to do something like much much more, like writing research papers or opening businesses and uh, going more into your field <laughs> of study. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, like, I really appreciate like all the people that do like all that work all yeah, that are very course, practical yeah, and technical because yeah that's something I can't like like I've never like really learned how to do like yeah I've had like outside job before but it wasn't something I saw myself doing so right. for those that feel like comfortable in that space you know awesome yeah awesome. I mean if it came down to like <clears throat> the integrity of this building depends on that weld you're about to do then this place is coming yeah. down. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's coming down. It, it goes hand in hand. And mm -hmm. just, I guess just to um, 
elaborate a little further on what I was saying. Um, so like I said, you know, my, my, my family was never um, emphasizing too much on education, but they mm-hmm. knew they were encouraging me to go and do it. And so that kind of gave me that mentality of like, okay, well, um, I guess not. they won't necessarily like teach me how to like be in the education. Mm-hmm. Like I have to figure it out on my own. So that's mm-hmm. sort of like the angle I took it at. And um, I mean, during high school, I wasn't very um, like adamant on that. So I was a pretty like, I was a solid C student, you know what I mean? <laughs> And uh, the only thing that kept me going was uh, essentially cross country and sports. That um, some of the guys that I competed with were amazing. We had some some pretty talented runners on that crew. And um, ultimately, you know, by my junior year, there was everybody was talking about schools, you know, visits and stuff like that. And uh-huh. by my senior year, of course, everybody was like signing and all that stuff. And you know, me not having uh, sort of like a guide through all of that process towards like the higher academia Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't necessarily know what to do and I felt very pressured by some of my friends that were trying to help me and the ones that were that the people that did help me like I just didn't know what to tell them because I was like um this is all expensive like I don't have money like you know I don't know what to do (laughs) like Harden Simmons and uh, yeah man and and, like I would like the offers that I got um because I was I was not to you know brag or anything like that um but I had some pretty solid times uh coming out of high school yeah. and mm-hmm. I was recognized at like a, at, a, at at least a national level oh, towards wow. like USATF events and stuff like that and because of it I was getting letters from some pretty high schools and stuff like that so I was talking to um, a couple schools in North Carolina oh, uh, wow. Louisiana just you know just other like out of state stuff and you're like um, the Ivy League kind of dog <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. boy but um, it, it was very unfortunate for me to like go through that because my grades didn't reflect you know what that was and some of the scholarships only covered half of what was being you know like mm-hmm. essentially like having to be paid for so ultimately you know um one of my coaches helped me just kind of guide he guided me through it and uh i was settled on going to san angelo but like i said you know i, I had no idea what i was doing so some of the like i think i tried to submit the sat scores and i just couldn't get them just because you know i'm had, like no one was te- uh, showing me what to do and um, I ended up just coming up here talking to the coach and ultimately just decided like hey well let's go here like you said you, you heard about it you kind of mm-hmm. like well that works it doesn't seem too hard nothing too crazy about it um, went through the orientation didn't think too much of it and uh, ultimately like I was like this is what I'm gonna do for a while you know like I have to just commit to it and that's kind of like that opened up the uh, like receiving scholarships and just like recognizing how much is exactly being offered to you and seeing where that places you as far as tuition and you know um housing whatever else that you're paying for that like really set it in stone like hey like this is important this is something that you have to like not only commit to but just like work constantly at just i guess that is commitment huh? <laughs> but, but you know what i mean like it definitely like puts it in stone and i'm coming from like a more like an athletic uh, perspective on it but because of it because of the athletic because of the commitment to the sport and stuff like that like I learned to apply what I learned through uh, you know what I learned through running to academic and mm-hmm. being in the classroom paying attention committing to like you know studies as well see that makes me think like if I could sum up UTDB in like three words it would be like uh, just like coming in is like affordable and then there's potential, mm. and then per, like personable. 
I think that was the one thing yeah. that got me and like that like kind of solidified my decision of like okay I want to go here because it's so personable yeah like everything like since it's such a small university like everything just kind of feels one-on-one like I mean I've had like links of talk with yeah. like professors like for hours and anytime I go to like financial aid in them um, they always like you know they always you know try to do their best to like get me on track and, yeah uh, <laughs> putting it nicely yeah I mean yeah I mean there's still like a lot of students and I feel like you know not every service here on campus you know is like uh, what am I trying they all try like their best to keep up with everything yeah. that's going on I feel yeah, like that's since fair. Like when I'm talking about potential, like I feel like they're still kind of like um, lagging behind uh, with their like with the resources. Yeah. But there's room for growth. There's a lot of room for Definitely. growth, and I think our uh, our president Sandra Woodley is kind of like pushing us towards yeah. like all this advancement with like Shout out Dr. yeah, Senator Doctor Woodley. <laughs> Shout out Mama Woodley. <laughs> but uh, I feel like she's doing like a really good job of like kind of pushing. Uh, more services and kind of like because um, there's a lot of um, saturation here on campus right. mm-hmm. and I feel like uh, we need more buildings to kind of like situate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, getting the, and getting the funds for it too yeah getting the funds for it and I feel like we're still not a very like nationally recognized college yeah. I mean even locally like when I was in uh, Robert Lee I knew about ASU all my friends or most of my friends like went to ASU I didn't even know what UTP was. <laughs> oh, wow. And they're in the same conference. Like, exactly. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. But granted, I think we've grown like substantially over the time that I've you know been here. Oh man, yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's good to see that. Like so you like something that's like affordable and a whole lot of potential. Uh, you can see it like every year, just new stuff being added. And then we have our ten year plan. Yeah. So you can see exactly what we're aiming for. And then just being personable, having that mm-hmm. one-on-one time, knowing that, like, I mean, you can see, uh, like, I've seen the same people on campus for the past, like, two, two three years that I've been here. Mm-hmm. Like, just every day, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember them from freshman year. Like, yeah. you pretty much will see everyone on campus, mm-hmm. like, at least once, whether you know it, like, you know, recognize it or not. It's, uh, it's a pretty tight knit campus but we're so like open for diversity and uh, other things like that like what which is what i really like about university. and even seeing yeah. the clubs whenever we were at club day that was yeah that definitely like put it in, in perspective as to how much it, it even seemed bigger than just last semester's mm-hmm. club day i mean it seemed like it almost doubled in size yeah me. and that can also seem like because uh communication club as well is kind of like a good representation of it because mm-hmm. i mean when i joined last year it was kind of like the end of the semester and I mean, there weren't that many like uh, members that were, you know, besides like mm-hmm. the officers <coughs> that would show up. But I feel like this year, like, I mean, we've had more people sign up for like at least say that you know sign up for the so email yeah, list and stuff up. like that. Mm-hmm. And we got a few people at the first meeting, and they seemed like really interested. So yeah. that's kind of like a good example of so like how university is also yeah. growing. Um, Oh, we never got to your <laughs> transition story. We never got to Alyssa's either. Yeah, let's go let's, ahead, Alyssa. Let's, let's touch on those. Well, um, to start, I'm from Fort Stockton, Texas. 
So that's about an hour and a half away from UTPB. So I've known about UTPB, you know. Yeah. Um, so I came here, to be honest, because I really didn't think that I could get in to other universities. I really sold myself short with Aww. the SATs. And um, even though I really didn't do that bad, I just felt like I couldn't get into any other schools. I don't know why. So my advice is do not sell yourself <laughs> short. Yeah. Yeah, do not do that. So, and honestly, I did not imagine myself to be here for until graduation. I imagined myself here for two years just to kind of get started on college and, you know, branch out to wherever I wanted to go. Um, so when I got here, I didn't realize, well, I know you have to kind of force yourself to study and do homework yeah. and all of that. <laughs> but in college with taking dual credit classes, um, I took it from sophomore year, I mean, junior year to <laughs> senior year. And... Um, they kind of, like you said, like they're on you. They, they're they yeah. like, you need to do your homework, whatever. But that's still high school because they're trying to, you know, in high school, they, they make you do their own standards. Yeah. Right. Quick question. So, did y'all do dual credit through Howard? No, we did it through Midland College. Okay, because I swear I had one class with like, because we, we could see like all the other classes on like a distance learning uh -huh. kind of thing. And I think Fort Stockton was in one of them. Huh. Maybe some. I really don't know, but mine were through Midland College. It's funny. All you guys were in dual credit, and they had to change my graduation plan so I could graduate. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So the big thing for me was to stay on myself to do my work. I'll admit, like, my first year I was kind of slacking. I didn't. I like I didn't realize how much I would actually like school because now I enjoy writing essays. I yeah. enjoy. <laughs> going off about certain issues and what topics that interest me. I find it really thrilling. Yeah. And I go into outside readings that aren't even required once you get started on your research. And I actually want to go and get my master's. And so mm -hmm. looking back, selling myself short, only coming to UTBB, I mean, I kind of underestimated how fun it would be here and how many friends and how much memories I would make here. Mm -hmm. um, so and i also think it's like lack lack of experience like since we had no idea what exactly it was and mm -hmm. then like like again coming here like thinking it's a small school you didn't know what to expect especially it being a smaller yes. school than it was so yeah it, it definitely it feels uh rewarding to like see like where where you were coming from like you were saying like you weren't you sold yourself short and mm -hmm. then like realizing that like hey like that wasn't as um difficult or whatever it is uh, whatever you expected it to mm -hmm. be, it wasn't that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, so, yeah, my name's Dustin. I um, I have a little bit different story than uh, these other folks here. Uh, because I actually was in the workforce. I was working for an oilfield company, uh, oilfield service company, and I, got, I just got tired of it. Um, I was working about roughly anywhere from 90 to 120 hours a week. Oh yeah. No, no, I, I, was, I worked in the office. I had one of the good jobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, I got to a point where it was like I, I couldn't move up in this company any higher without a college degree, and I couldn't get a college degree. You can't get a college degree and you're working 120 hours a week. Wow. Uh, so uh, so I quit and I went to Midland College for two years got a associate's degree in journalism I'd always wanted to be a journalist like when I was a little kid that was like my job was like I wanted to be a journalist and then I did two years of journalism and I was like man these guys don't get paid shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be a journalist 
Um, so I uh, so I came here, and UTPB doesn't really have like a mass communication program. It's just communication. So yeah. I got into communication because of mass communication. But now that I'm in the program, there's so many different contexts of communication that I find more interesting than mass communication. Mm-hmm. I prim- like my focus. My studies have primarily been focused on interpersonal communication, mm-hmm. um, and I just I I'm like Alyssa. I. I find myself reading scholarly articles about mass communication in my free time. Yeah. Or, excuse yeah. me, about interpersonal communication no, in my free time. No, yeah, I know. And, and and so it's like I can't it's like I can't watch a movie anymore without, like, start talking about, like, the theory behind, yeah. like, yeah. some of the motivations <laughs> between, like, what these characters are doing. I get that. I get that. Uh, it, it annoys the crap out of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, I just got to a point where um, I just, like, so I, I I went to UTPB because I was, for me it was about convenience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I live in Midland. It's a twenty minute drive for me, so I spend a couple hours over here in Odessa every day, and then go back home to Midland. Um, and it's it's about convenience. I actually got accepted in UNT also, uh, but I came to UTPB because it was I would have yes. to like I, yeah yeah UNT I would have had to move I would have had to figure something out yeah. uh, to go to yeah. school in Denton. There would have been it wouldn't have been as easy as just like. Would you have moved or you just do it like online? Uh, it would have been I probably would have moved, but it would have just been me, and I would have drove back and forth on the weekends, and I decided I didn't want to do that. You're, yeah. you're married. Correct? I'm married. Yeah, yeah. So she couldn't just like uproot and leave yeah. like I could. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, so so yeah, that's my story. I I spent probably I think 17 years working in like just not just in the oil field. I worked in retail, um, had a few other jobs, but. Uh, 17 years like in the workforce then you know quit and went back to get my degree so here I am in my mid 30s and yeah I'm in my mid 30s and I'm about to graduate here in a less than a year with a bachelor's degree so heck yeah heck yeah Yeah. so that is how we all got here yeah like I think once I got into uh, like after my first year in college and I got into the orientation program um I just want to quickly go over like everything that I've been in so far. <laughs> quickly like, go over let's everything. Quickly go over everything. Because <laughs> I feel like after my first year, I was like, okay, I want to get involved and I want to make connections. Yeah. And I want to figure out what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I was in the orientation program as an orientation leader uh, two summers ago. Uh, after that, I was a senator for a semester uh, as a sophomore uh, reference representative then I became I was also the I think I was the mascot that year as well yeah yeah you were the mascot hey. last semester yeah 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 so I was the mascot <laughs> yeah and then after <laughs> that I was the student orientation coordinator so like right above the orientation leader I actually helped make the um, my, my job was like student experience so I helped mold like the schedule and the things that we would do during like the like the orientation that we went through mm-hmm. like as the students that's what I was in charge of just everything mm-hmm. that we did during that time mm-hmm. so gave me more like leadership and uh, experience also like uh, doing interviews uh, making resumes and um, also Set, like setting up podcasts <laughs> <laughs> like yeah look where it's got me now <laughs> but like also doing like group leadership group activities and uh, team management all sorts of like really really like useful skills over the past what I became a student orientation coordinator in, like in January 
and then uh, it ended in August, so like right before the semester started. And now you know, uh, treasure of the Calm Club. Hey, <laughs> and I feel like we're all, like we're like we have like big plans. Like, oh yeah. And that's what I really like about the Calm Club. I feel like it's one of those clubs that we're just so open yeah. to like, so many yeah. different things. Absolutely. No, not only that, but like everything that like. So you're talking about how you were involved with the with the bunch of programs here, yeah. a bunch of clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and just just to throw in my tweets about about that. Um, mm-hmm. My my freshman year, you know, I was on the cross country team, and, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like the only thing. I, I still lived in Midland, um, so it was, I was kind of commuting between, so I didn't have much time for other stuff. But but my uh, second semester, I got a job at housing, mm-hmm. which kind of like opened up that door to like other opportunities, which mm-hmm. eventually got me the RA position. Nice. I held for two years, and since I was on campus, I figured, you know, I'd get involved in stuff like that. It just so happens that uh, my sophomore year, I was super involved with just, like, I, I can't even remember what clubs and stuff like that, but it was just sort of, like, I became super busy from my um, sophomore year till my um, junior year, essentially, just because, like, of uh, time management and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. with the RA position, like, I had to know exactly what I was doing every hour of the day throughout the week and with cross country as well how to work around it so it was very you know it was not overwhelming but it um it put it into perspective or, or it showed me a bunch of integrity as far as like commitments to stuff you know mm-hmm. essentially and, yeah um even even with all the other stuff that i was involved with my junior year like i was very busy but um it wasn't until like the comp club started that like i had like found like the type of people that was like I resonated with yeah. you know what I mean and that's what that was like the main like aspect of mm-hmm. why it was so important to me to like understand like hey like I can put stuff off to the side like I I was a Falcon ambassador and it's a it's a great program it, um, again it gave me a bunch of opportunities that I would have never seen otherwise but mm-hmm. the fact that like it eventually started to feel like an obligation for me to go mm-hmm. rather than like yeah. you know like willingly like oh I'm yeah. super excited to go to this <laughs> huge event like <laughs> that they hosted you know um, yeah. It just was super evident that I was like, okay, like I need to step back, kind of like reevaluate what I'm doing here as uh, in my social life, because I mean academics is like another aspect of it. But um, yeah, reevaluate my social life and just like commit to this. And so like ever since I joined the comp club, like I felt like way more comfortable in my major, yeah. in my you know what I mean, like yeah. for sure. Because you know coming in like you know being mid thirties and hanging out with a bunch of eighteen twenty year olds. <laughs> Like twenty one, like, 20, 21, <laughs> like you, you could, I could definitely feel like an outsider, and I, I never, I've never felt that with this group, with the Calm Club. From the first time I went to a meeting, I just felt welcomed immediately. Awesome. Calm as you are. <laughs> Best slogan twenty nineteen. <laughs> Trademark. 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 Uh, as of now. What? <laughs> <Over>? Okay. <laughs> we got. You just got a big huff. Really quick. Mm-hmm. Trying to trying to get the gears turning again. I was like, how do I transition? <laughs> um, but over our, like years at college, like, what are some things you would have known in hindsight, like that you would have like you should have done like your you freshman wish year? Someone told you. Yeah, it's like, like as a senior, like I really wish I kind of kept up with my finances and uh-huh. my financial mm-hmm. aid more because I was just like. Like, um, my parents really helped me out with, like, uh, doing that. But they themselves didn't really understand at all because, uh, you know, I'm the first, like, first-generation college. Like, I'm going to graduate. And 
they're just kind of like, I never did like a FAFSA or never really applied for scholarships. So that was like one thing I was just like, okay. Yeah, definitely apply for every scholarship you come across. Yeah. This is actually the first semester I didn't get a scholarship, which surprised me. It really surprised me. Yeah, like over the years, like I would get like freshman merit still. Like I still get freshman merit, which I don't really know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll take it. Yeah, I was like, I have it. So, I mean, my FAFSA covers most of it, but there's also, yeah, there's just like a lot of scholarships that are always up for grabs. Mm -hmm. Like I've heard of, like it was like a, Native American like yeah. heritage scholarship, yeah. and literally like this one of, like this one of my friends or someone that I knew, friend of a friend, they signed up being a like a white female, like one of the prerequisites like oh you have to be from like Native American heritage, but mm-hmm. she was the only one that signed up for it, so she got it. Oh wow! So it's just like stuff like that to sign up for yeah. scholarships. Yeah. Know. <laughs> know know how much like if you're gonna take out loans. Know oh how much God. you oh are. Oh no. uh, your interest rate. Yeah, your know your interest rate. Know what a subsidized versus an unsubsidized loan is. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. Do you want to know about that? Subsidized loans are. Yeah, that was stuff that I just like recently kind of just like was keeping up with since you know I'm mm-hmm. about to be a senior. I'm like, okay, I really what need to know. Right. Yeah. I'm honestly, though, not, like, too far in the hole in, like, debt and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I'm not real bad. I'm not. I, I've, you know, I've got some student loans, and I'm going to come out in debt, but not yeah, same not thing. terribly. I think the next, like, two, three years, I'll just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I really wish I was, like, I kind of, like, viewed communication not, because I viewed it as, like, a business uh, <laughs> major, because that's what they made it seem like when I came into it because I was like undeclared but I just put business management just because I would have like you know they would put me at least somewhere for mm-hmm. the time being and I learned a lot of cool stuff in that like in my seminar class like you know we all, we all got a book right we didn't we got one we didn't read it we got a book? <laughs> yeah we got a book that was for like the freshman, freshman seminar it was like yeah it was like oh book. yeah I didn't do freshman seminar so. oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't do I didn't do I didn't um, come here when I was a uh, freshman so. I don't remember that book was but I know uh, it's three musketeers this semester it is, pretty cool. it is? yeah you read it yeah yeah this semester is three musketeers <laughs> I don't remember what I don't remember what mine yeah. was but we well, learned how to do like since I was in business we learned how to like finance cars and like <laughs> I feel like that's like practical stuff and like make powerpoints and mm-hmm. kind of get in group presentations oh man that actually sounds useful like super useful <laughs> that's one thing I don't so, remember my freshman seminar class I've heard everyone's freshman seminar classes are kind of useless yeah yeah that's how i feel about mine like nothing memorable honestly yeah and here i am like i felt like i had one of the you know more of the practical ones in the business uh side of it and so they signed you up uh knowing that you were a a minor in business or no like i just had i just put my majors business okay they kind of like separated the freshman that's right that's right because at that time, I, I was uh, in Kines. Mm-hmm. I was a Kines major. Yeah, I started off as an English major um, and switched over. Mm-hmm. I decided I wanted, I was like, like I was saying yeah. earlier, like oh, I just wanted to be a journalist. So I uh-huh. switched. So I was I, I was actually switched to, an, I was a communication major and an English minor. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't pay attention to what classes I needed to take <laughs> and just took whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, then I was like, well, I'm going to have to take two extra classes to get 
I had to get 126 credits to get right. my minor in, in English, so I just switched to history. Yeah, 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 <laughs> That's how I ended up being yeah. communication major, history minor. Wait, what would y'all two start out? Okay, let's see. No, I was, I wanted to be a communication major, like, when I applied. From the get-go, so you've yeah. always been a communication major? Yeah, didn't feel like it. <laughs> like, what were your first, like, two, like, semesters here, like, as a communication major? Because I got into it, like, a year after. Yeah. Okay, so I graduated in 2015, and I went to school for two years here, and just absolutely ate concrete. <laughs> in my online classes like so i guess like my tips and advice to make my freshman self if you fail all your dual credit classes you're clearly not going to do any better in college <laughs> my gpa is like sweating yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, and uh yeah you're not going to do any better in college if you're not ready for it so just take some time off if you you even have the slightest suspicion that you need to because trust me you need to the adults don't know what's best for you because Ulti- you're the adults yeah now. you should know what's best for you yeah but then again exactly for us men's uh for us men's uh, our brains aren't fully developed into 25 apparently. that's true <laughs> so what do we really know for the, for the for the females for the women's for the nice young ladies they are uh, much more mature young uh you know yeah. I'll take on. it. <laughs> it's true. It's it's uh, scientific, apparently. Apparently. Um, no, but yeah, even with uh, coming in with the Kines major, like um, I knew I wanted to do like uh, like mass media related stuff, so I had it in mind to like be a like sports commentator, some something along the lines of that, sports management, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it wasn't after like I took a couple biology classes where I was like, okay, that's not. That's not what I'm <laughs> <this thing. laughs> I took one biology class. I'm like, I walked in, sat down, looked at the book. I was like, I ain't gonna pass this. Yeah, yeah. I gotta do something Science else. Science majors are so freaking. I don't know how they do it. Book smart. Yeah. Shout That's out it. to Jackie. Shout out. Oh yeah, shout out to Jackie. Part she, of the comic club last uh-huh. year. She was with us from the get go. Yeah. She's actually still part of the comic yeah, club she, this yeah, year. She, she is. Just can't she's just busy. busy with her science. Yeah. T- today's um October 10th, and I actually saw her today. I really? I wanted to state that it was today because I don't know when. Document that. I have always known that I wanted to be a communication major, so I came here as a comm major, still a comm major. It's just where I belong. Uh, The reason I chose that was, I guess, I've always liked interacting with people. I've never really seen, like, a struggle with myself to, like, Mm -hmm. be nervous around interactions and stuff. And I also don't get nervous, like, speaking to large crowds. I, I don't know. It's just one of my, one of my things, I guess. And also, someone even told me, like, growing up, that I I interact with people where I connect with people well. And I was mm. like... I know, that's, like, one of my first memories from the communication club, was you and me sitting next to each other playing Cards Against Humanity, <laughs> realizing that neither one of us are going to win, so we pulled our points together and claimed victory, yes. even though no one else recognized it at the table. You and I won that game that night. And now, yeah. now you know. And what about you, like... Uh, so my piece of advice, my piece of advice is um, critical thinking is super important when you go to college, and I can't think of a better way to do it than by watching movies and really thinking about what the movies are about. So watch a bunch of movies. Get yeah. ready for college. Watch a bunch of movies. Read books. I love lift that. weights. Yeah. <laughs> lift weights. Eat your oats. Eat your oats. Also, <laughs> a piece of advice that I have too is 
check your emails. Yes. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you, as an orientation <laughs> leader, we tell the we tell those freshmen to check their emails. The fish. Them fishies. Oh. And they're just like, it just goes in one ear, out the other, like, oh no, no. I'm like, no. <laughs> Check your email because that is the one place the university is going to tell you yes. everything. Like, yes. What's going yes. on? If you, if you're getting scholarships, your email. If you yeah. like, uh, you need to pay off a balance. Email. If Professors, you're getting, email. email. If you're getting kicked out of school, email. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a time to ignore the email. If you see, go see Corey Benson because you be uh, drinking tea. Email. <laughs> It's a lot. Emails are essential. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. we have a student email. If you can't get into it, go to IRD. Get it. Get it fixed. Get it sorted out. We got the resources. We got the resources here. Just you know, ask around. Someone. Someone will know. We okay. got the sauce. We got the sure. sauce. <laughs> we don't play with juice. It's all about sauce. I got mine redirected to my personal email. Ooh. See, and you can do that. Yeah. You can do that. No, you can do that. But I kind of like having the two separate emails, so it's not all like one strictly business. Strictly business, <laughs> and then my other one. Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. Um, I guess like advice, more advice that I would have. Be find a way to be motivated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Find a way to stay involved. Mm-hmm. That is like the number one thing. Is that's kind of like what the communication club is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's trying to build connections, uh, increase uh, events on campus so people have like you know more options to stay involved, mm-hmm. and just like kind of like promoting uh, you know communication in our uh, in our daily lives mm-hmm. because it's so important not just for like you know let's say I guess communication would be the thing of just like one-on-one but group settings office settings business business relationships work, relationships uh family like it doesn't matter what it's sort an of essential part it's, of life it's the uh, fundamental component and and just like we're always communicating yes hmm? like <laughs> every moment <laughs> every day every moment every day Every, Even if you're not speaking, yeah, pay and pay attention to not, like, yeah, if you're not speaking, you're communicating that you're, you're not, yeah. Like, yeah, pay attention too. I have a tendency to like sit back and cross my arms whenever I'm in yeah. like in a meeting or whatever, and it's not that I'm not paying attention, it's just comfortable to sit this <laughs> way. So just but be 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 aware of what your body language, yes. what mm-hmm. what your body position, and what kind of messages. Those like the other people in the meeting might perceive that. How you present yourself. Yeah, and like ninety percent of our communication, or somewhere around that, is like nonverbal. Yes, yeah, nice, but the the la, the uh, so Abramson Abramson I think it's Abramson. It was ninety three seven. Ninety three percent is nonverbal. Seven percent are the actual words that you say. That's insane. Seriously. That's actually crazy. People people are always Bogus. reading each other. So would y'all agree that? You can, you know, like you're always communicating. Is there a way to not communicate? No, I don't, no. I don't think so. There's mm-hmm. not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> not so, sorry. sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so, kind of like, my advice, open up your lifestyle. If you're going into college straight out of high school, that's the number one thing. You need to expand your horizons, mm-hmm. listen to more music, mm-hmm. talk to more people, go to events, yes. do things outside of your comfort zone. 
but be safe, guys. Be safe. Yeah. College is kind of a time, I wouldn't say necessarily to reinvent yourself, but kind of explore yourself. Yeah, kind of it's definitely out. a time to come out of a shell if yeah. you've been in yeah. one. So, you know, get involved, join groups, uh, join, join groups, join clubs, and make study groups, because honestly, those mm-hmm. are really fun. Yeah. And uh, something that Dr. Cox said the other day was, it's not a competition. We're all in here learning together, yeah, you know, yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, and help each other out. Like, yeah. That's, like, the number one thing. Like, I love seeing, like, study groups and stuff like that. Personally, I study better, like, when I'm on my own, because I get distracted too much. I get distracted. <laughs> but I appreciate mm-hmm. any... Oh, who am I? <laughs> what are I, we doing again? What we're doing in podcast? What? <laughs> uh, I just appreciate, like, any help that I get, not only from faculty but from the students themselves uh-huh. as well. Of course. Yeah, and and uh, just to like uh, add to what you're saying about like not reinventing yourself, like learn to be practical. I think uh, the majority of the country thinks going into college is like ah oh, party and like no, you know, no, all no, this crazy no. stuff. No, like it, that's no. the that's the time where you need to learn how to just be practical. Just yeah, I, I know my senior years, but nothing like the college senior meme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought, like, honestly, going to college, I was like, oh, I thought there was going to be, like, parties, and everyone going to be drinking and smoking, and I thought it was going to be, like, totally radical. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, the UTPB yeah. culture. No. Just, we barely became a dry campus. I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> we're all moist campus. We're moist campus, okay? You can, only have, you can only have the funny juice and the 21 and up dorms, okay? Come I, to my dorm. What? <laughs> so... Yeah, I feel like YouTube maybe kind of like, you know, creates like a safe environment just mm-hmm. to learn and grow and mature as a person. Because I felt like over these past like two years that I've, two, three years that I've been here, it's just like, I'm so like eye opening from my like small, humble beginnings of not really uh, <laughs> knowing like really a whole lot of what I wanted to do. But once I, once I came in here, went through business management, then I was like, oh, I want to get into acting. I, did a uh, visual arts and performance, then realized that wasn't a program here because yeah. literally nobody told me. <laughs> I talked to the professor and they were like, oh yeah, that's getting disbanded. I was like, okay. So I jumped, <laughs> I jumped forward. I immediately jumped to humanities and I was like, I'm not really here. Like, I want to be a little bit more general because humanities is kind of broad. And then I was like, I, I gave my bad. first speech in, speech, in the, the intro to speech or whatever. You found your call. I was like, mind blown. I was like, I'm actually kind of good at this. And then I kind of realized my character of like what I like to do and what I wanted to learn more about is just how people interact with each other. Because when I was giving those speeches, I would see everyone in the room's face. And if they were doing something, like, you know, if they're rolling their eyes, then I'm like, okay, maybe that's not what they wanted to hear. I mean, it never happened, but if it, <laughs> if it did, I'd feel kind of, uh, I feel kind of embarrassed. I'm like, okay. But, you know, if they were like falling asleep uh, or anything like that, I wanted to know, like, you know, how to kind of engage, that, yeah, engage with the people. So that's kind of why I, um, I really uh, kind of lean towards communication uh, the past, I think, until like a year ago. I'm almost done with it already too. Nice. So <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I really found uh, my place here on on campus and finding 
uh, my message, mm -hmm. uh, finding um, my, uh, my 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 niche, my yes. niche. Niche. <laughs> How do y'all feel? Are y'all? How long have we been recording? It has been one hour. Okay. Yeah. This I mean, has I been feel like fun. Yeah. It's but yeah. I I definitely see this happening on yeah. a regular basis. I feel I feel great about this. I feel like um, usually I, I, at the end of like. Like something like this, I try to just like understand how I feel about it. I feel great. Me too. Know? Like yeah. initially, so you know, without even getting too complex about it, I feel great. Yeah. yeah. I like getting Sorry. caught up in conversation. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. that's the thing. Like that's why I like communication too. Just like everyone's like style communication is yeah. so unique. And knowing how to like, hey, I gotta go. Like, hey, mm -hmm. uh, the it's right time. moments. You know, get, uh, what is it? Uh, the most say? opportune. The Kairos. 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 Shout out our soccer cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when we were going over Aristotle, anybody else think back to like a rhetorical analysis they'd done for like a freshman level class and you're like, man, I did a really yeah. bad yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I look back. Like I was, th I was thinking about like I did a, I did an ad analysis in English 1302 mm -hmm. and um, I was just, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I just said it, it made it appeal to emotion. Never said what emotion. <laughs> just said it appealed <laughs> to them though. Just say and then they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the professor's like, get it, get it. yes, yes. Oh. oh my. All right, all right. I feel like we have said an efficient amount. Yeah, yeah. We said enough. We got some good content. Yeah. So let's close it out. Say, we'll, we'll go around. Say some encouraging words, and then we'll we will close it out. Well, I feel like I don't have. Uh, anything else to say other than uh, thank y'all I appreciate it very much for listening tuning in uh, shout out to Mariana and <laughs> to Ira, Ira yeah. for starting the comment <laughs> and you know to everybody else that was a part of this yeah yeah um, you will never stop learning through adulthood you're always going to be adapting changing evolving shape-shifting uh, you'll never stay the same person you're always going to keep learning that's all I have to say. Exactly. Just maintain some confidence, even if you don't feel like you're doing your best. Um, there's probably other people in your class that are feeling the same way. Uh, so just remember that it's not about, like we said earlier, it's not a competition. It's not about being the best. It's just about doing, just doing you. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it can be scary when you don't know what's next. So just find peace and uncertainty because yes. you will figure it out. Yes. I, I really agree with that, and I guess my, my words of encouragement is you will find yourself, like, eventually. It may not be in college. It may not be after college, like, immediately after, but you will find who you are through people that you interact with. So always, like, interact with people. Always engage. Don't be afraid to go outside your comfort zone, and just be yourself. Try to be your purest self and people will come to you you yeah. don't have to go out yeah and find you people will be attracted to whoever you are the law of attraction right <laughs> i actually do have something to say uh yes. don't don't doubt your integrity i yeah. honestly truly mm -hmm. believe that don't doubt it um work first work as hard as you want and if it's way more than was necessary then you just you know what i mean like you're just that much further ahead Exactly. Mm -hmm. All your work is appreciated by someone. Yes. It may not be immediately, but someone will recognize it. And even having appreciation for yourself is yeah. like oh, yeah. key. First for and foremost. Love yourself. 
Yes. And then you'll understand how to love others. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And on that note. Preach it. Preach it. So, name it off, name it off. Alright, well, thank y'all so much. Uh, this is a uh, calm talk uh, from the. Right, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't validate it, but. Calm talk from the Calm Club here at UT Permian Basin. Uh, signing off. We'll catch you guys next time. See you later. Thanks for listening. Peace. See ya. Woo.